Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and hit winners. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Hello? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. One more day. Get here, because I'm sick of talking about it. Oh, I guess I can do one more hour. Over that next hour, we'll hear from Adam Chernoff at Covers.com, former bookmaker, outstanding NFL handicapper, awesome season in all of his contests this year. Bill, the crack man, Krakenberger, professional better, and the star of action on Showtime, plus our guy, Jim Miller. We have a lot to accomplish on maybe the biggest early odds of the year. Good morning and welcome into Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski, broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. I'm on Twitter, at Joe Ostrowski, at Joe Ostrowski. There are so many betting opportunities for us, probably more that will pop up before we get to kickoff, if you're one that bets unders. And if you like a number of these prop bets, don't force it. Let's not forget that, yeah, I get it. It's Super Bowl and you want to bet as many things as possible. You feel like you have to have a strong opinion on the side or the total, but you don't have to bet it. It's the most efficient number, side or total, of the entire football season. Probably of the entire betting year. So why force a bet if you don't need it? Because there are so many ways to get action. So if you like a handful of props, whether it's an angle, some sort of information, the entertainment stuff, don't have to bet on the Rams or the Bengals. It's not necessary. Plus there are squares, so so many different ways to have action on this. Uh, When looking at this matchup, coaching advantage, I'd go McVay with the Super Bowl experience. I'm not sure how wide that gap is in teacher versus student. McVeigh has done some questionable things in the past, including that other time he was in the Super Bowl. Quarterback, 
advantage. Most would clearly say that it's Burrow, but let's not sleep on how Stafford has played since struggling at the end of the regular season. Worth noting that the last 12 winners of the Super Bowl have all covered the spread. So the favorites, when they win, they're covering the number. Home field again. I guess we have to talk about it a little bit, but probably not too much to address. It's being viewed as a half-point advantage. Not much there for the Rams. If you look at the Bengals' schedule this season, Burrow hasn't faced many real defenses, and we're finally going to see that tomorrow night. Bengals O-line, obviously the big weakness of the team, and that just happens to be probably the biggest strength of the Rams, their pressure on opposing quarterbacks. There was movement very early on after Championship Sunday. The pros bet the Rams in the under, had the adjustment, and the public has been betting on the Bengals to not only cover, but win. A lot more bets on Bengals' money line than the points. Not playing a side or total, but I do have plenty of bets that I will get to uh, this morning here on Early Odds. I'll share some of my favorite game props after Adam Chernoff, outstanding NFL handicapper and senior strategist at Covers.com. Chernoff joined me on BetQL Daily, and he started with his favorite Super Bowl prop. Let's start Cam Akers, and you can take it a couple different ways. You can go rush yards over at... 63 and a half or you can go win the MVP at 35 to one. And I think one, uh, if he goes over, it sort of increases the chance of what we see from the other long shot, 35 to one. You don't expect it to hit, but a couple of reasons why I'm generally bullish on acres within this game. First of all, McVay's made it clear that he's the guy. He had the fumble issues. He still went back to him. Almost 60 carries in the playoffs so far for acres. They're not going away from Cam Akers at the running back spot. Two, the way that the Bengals play defense, a lot of three safety looks, but a lot of seven or eight guys dropping in the coverage. If you think about what Cincinnati is going to do to defend the Rams trio of wide receivers, they're going to have to drop guys back. McVay has shown that he really has an emphasis on running the football in general. If the Bengals are giving this Rams offense that look consistently throughout the game, they're going to find success running and they're going to go to the run. So Akers is going to get touches that will correlate to yardage against the very soft defense. Third reason, I think this number suppressed a little bit because of the strength of competition Akers has faced since he returned in 18. He faced the 49ers twice. He faced the, the Cardinals once, and then he faced the Buccaneers. Those three teams in those four games for the regular season and playoffs combined, all top five run defenses. Cincinnati, huge step down in competition. They rank 24th overall defending the run, but on early downs, dead last in the NFL on first or second down defending the run. So you get the play calling that supports Akers. You get the defensive matchup that supports him having success. And you get a number that's cheaper than usual because of who he's faced so far in the playoffs since he returned. It's a big step down in competition. I think it's a big day for Akers. I like his over, and you can go and add on some MVP to that if you like as well. Very good. We've seen strong opinions on both sides of that Acres prop uh, throughout Uh-oh. the week, but you're gonna you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that over two weeks when everybody has an opinion on every single prop bet. And uh, speaking of that, we'll hear all sorts of uh, reports, Adam, about how 
More money has been bet on this Super Bowl than any other before. And we have hundreds and hundreds of props available. For someone that has done this so long at a very high level, with so much more sports betting going on, do we have more opportunities or have many of those really dried up? Yes and no. So there's more opportunities because there's more sports books, there's more props, there's more competition within the market, which means you're going to get a bigger difference in prices. And we've seen some crazy splits on the same prop offered at different sports books. And we have a tool on covers that lets you compare everything and see all the books in the regulated states to find the best price. Mm -hmm. The problem is that because there's more people betting, there's obviously more eyes on these props. There's more eyes on these comparison tools. And there's a, a quicker adjustment to these props because people are picking them off so quickly and they're moving into place. So more opportunity, absolutely. More sports books, no question. But at the same time, more bettors. And we're kind of getting smarter as a general betting audience that a lot of these misprices are correcting themselves pretty quick. You mentioned Cam Akers. Who else do you like or what other prop do you like? What's next for us? So I'm going to have just a slew of unders that I'll be betting on Sunday, the day of the game. We're waiting sort of to see how high these numbers go, and it'll be just a lot of skill position players under. But I'll give you a couple more sort of game prop ones that I think were providing some value earlier on, and still you can find them. So Johnny Hecker, longest punt over 51 and a half yards. I think that one's really good. Uh, it's an environment that Hecker knows well, obviously punting indoors at the stadium throughout the course of the season. But it's also a, a number that, based on the Rams projected to punt about four times in the game, is actually quite low relative to how great of a punter Hecker is. So if he does get to four punts, pretty high probability we're going to get one of these that goes over. So this is a price that should be a little bit closer to minus 160, and it's at like minus 110. So Hecker over 51 and a half yards. Also like total sacks over five and a half, um, mm -hmm. an interesting price that's sitting there at plus money. And you can also find an alternate seven sacks or more at plus 220, which is a nice number. And I'm actually not going to sort of harp on the Rams defensive line and the success they may have against the Bengals because it's been talked about so much. To me, the really valuable spot within this bet is actually the Bengals' individual pass rushers, Hendrickson and Hubbard specifically. The Bengals as a team, they don't have terrific pass rushing numbers as a whole. But those two individuals among the top two sack getters in the regular season and in the playoffs, we've seen them have a ton of success too, uh, combining for more than five sacks so far. So I think they're actually going to be able to get to an immobile Stafford in the pocket a couple times and make up their share of the sack total. So I like that over five and a half. And then one more I'll throw out that's interesting when we're talking about the movement and how books are adjusting. So the opening kickoff not to be a touchback open at plus 150. And this was a prop that a year ago, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, you could get it at plus 230. So we're seeing sort of the trend come down for betting the opening kickoff not to be a touchback. And there was another prominent show, Pat McAfee, who we all know, <laughs> um, 
he broke the news about the opening football being a commemorative ball that the kickers don't get to use. And that's really sort of circulated. The interesting thing about this number now is when you're just looking at sort of a projected probability for these two kickers, these two teams, and you consider the indoor environment, the yes for the touchback should be priced right around 62%, which means that the yes for this prop should be like north of 165. And we've seen this number flip at some sports books where the no is now about minus 115, which is as low as we've ever seen it in Super Bowl history for the no. And it's as good of a price as we've ever seen on the yes. So I bet the no very earlier in the week. But now at this point, I think people would be a little bit crazy to pass up the price that the opening kickoff will be a touchback. That yes is becoming more and more valuable each day. Adam, uh, for covers throughout the last couple of weeks, pumping out great content, other smart guests coming on your YouTube show. What is something, maybe a couple of things that have really stood out that some of your guests have talked about in regards to betting this Super Bowl that uh, really had you thinking, maybe put you on something that you weren't thinking about before? Stands out is how hard it is to do a daily show. I don't know how you guys are handling this. Welcome. My goodness. You're going for a lot longer than I am, too. I had John Sheeran, who's the director at FanDuel on Tuesday on the show, and he's been joining us every week, and we were chatting back and forth. What I found interesting was not so much the volume that he was talking about, but he mentioned how because in part of the sportsbook offering props at a very like wide variety of margin on a weekly basis during the regular season, they're actually becoming more and more confident in their prices than they have before. And so when you look at FanDuel relative to just a handful of other books in the regulated market, their prices have moved a lot less. And he was basically saying that you have a guy like Cooper Cup who's getting 15 to 1 of the money and just like an obnoxious amount of tickets because everybody wants to bet his overs. And they haven't moved it that much because they're like, look, this is a number that we believe in. This is a number we trust. We know who's making it. We're willing to take on that risk because it's such a massive event that if people want to bet the over, we're not just going to be blindly moving the line every time that they bet it because we're happy to take on a little bit of risk and trust in our numbers. And so it's kind of that age-old debate with embedding where bettors are like, well, this isn't moving. This has got to be a trap. Like the sports book knows something that's got to be a fix, whatever. And it's like, no, these guys just have got really good at setting numbers and they're doing it every week during the regular season. This isn't a one-off thing with the Super Bowl anymore they're confident in their prices and they're willing to take bets on these numbers. And so it's kind of an evolution that we're seeing with the regulated space continuing to expand where this used to be a spot where you would get a lot of soft numbers and you could pick things off. Not really the case anymore because of how much data there is behind these numbers and how they're being shaped through the regular season. So it's an interesting slow change within the industry. That is very interesting. You were talking about earlier that you might wait till Sunday and hit a lot of unders. What areas might you be looking? So really tempted with cup unders. Um, He's in like the mid hundreds now. We'll see. I'm ambitious. I'm hoping that there's going to be a 110 somewhere. I'd be happy to take that under. I would do the same with his reception total at eight and a half. I'm dreaming, but maybe there's a nine that shows up somewhere just because of how many people are going to be betting it. So I would love if those numbers come around. Same thing with 
OBJ, like he's low 60s now. If that creeps up back towards 70, I think that's really interesting. Um, and then the same for Jamar Chase as well. We'll see what his number gets to. But if it trends much higher than the high 70s, that's going to be a bet I really like under. And I would say the same thing about Joe Mixon too on his rushing total specifically. Um, just because I think the Rams lead, it's going to take carries away from Mixon. And this Rams defensive front, not great at the second level in terms of linebackers stopping the run, but at that defensive line, they're pretty good at containing big plays from running backs. So if Taylor gets away from the run and has to throw a little bit more, Mixon's rushing totals, as well as his receiving totals too, are going to be too high. So that's another guy that I'll have circled. My guess is of the four, I'll probably have the most on Mixon unders. um, Mm -hmm. And then I would have the least on cup unders but I would like to have something uh, on Mixon and Chase uh, when it comes to Sunday. Adam, game script-wise, uh, what, what are you thinking here? Is this a slow start? I mean, a lot of the Super Bowls in recent years have been slower starts. Uh, you could get the first quarter, uh, depending on where you look. I think FanDuel had it at plus 210, first quarter as the lowest scoring quarter. Do you see that kind of Super Bowl playing out where they kind of feel each other out early? It's more field goals and touchdowns, and then we get going with points? I think so. Um when I look at what the Rams do defensively against Burrow, obviously with the pressure, but really good in the second level and they can play a style of defense that doesn't necessarily need to blitz Burrow, which is where Burrow has been really, really good and really, really effective downfield. So if they can slow that down when we see Taylor a little bit tighter, like we've seen him in past games where he gets really sort of run antsy on first down, I think that's going to naturally lead to a slower start for the Bengals offensively. And then on the other side, like I was saying, why I like the acres prop is the Bengals. I'm really expecting them to come out and do what they've done for most of the season. And that is sit very soft and force Stafford to throw into zone coverage where he's been significantly worse than if he's facing man. And the Bengals just don't blitz either. Uh, 15% blitz rate in the playoffs. Stafford very good against the blitz not so great when he has to throw into seven or eight man coverage. And so I think the Bengals, what they want to do kind of gives the Rams offense a little bit of fits and forces them to run, but also be a little bit more patient, which is something we haven't really seen the Rams do well. So I do think that there's probably a natural sort of figuring out period or just a couple successful drives, but ones that take a little bit longer than we're used to. And we see this game get into the second quarter with just a couple of possessions each side. And then all of a sudden we're looking at kind of a lower scoring game going into half just because of the possessions. So um, that's right. what I'm, I'm seeing there. Adam Chernoff this week on BetQL Daily. You've got early odds. Sports Radio 670, the score. My name, Joe Ostrowski. A few things that I want to follow up with and uh, get to some bets that I do like for tomorrow. Also a big fan of over five and a half total game sacks. And while we know about the Rams D, Bengals O mismatch in the trenches, let's not forget about a stud like Trey Hendrickson putting pressure on Stafford. That is plus money over five and a half sacks. Opening kickoff, 26 of the 28 opening kickoffs have not been touchbacks. I'll get more on that later, but uh, Chernoff mentioned that. We're on the same side. I disagree on the Acres over rushing yards. I'm playing the under with the Acres fumbles of late and Michelle's workload. Expecting a slow start, so the first quarter and first half unders are pretty strong looks. Don't play the first half under if it's at 23.5. I see some books hanging that number. I would not play it. It's got to be at least 24. Second half, play it every single year. 
Second half will be higher scoring than the first half. An old standby. It did not hit last year, but it's hit four of the last five seasons. I've got some player props coming up and also pro better. Bill Krakenberger coming up. Guys, Super Bowl's tomorrow. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Don't go anywhere. 670 The Score in the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The score listener line is open 24-7-365 and powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Welcome back on Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski, Sports Radio 670. The score, follow me on Twitter, at Joe Ostrowski, at Joe Ostrowski. These thousands of prop bets, and uh, we're just talking about a few of them this morning, it all started with the 85 Bears. Art Manteris of Caesars at the time saw how Ditka would use William Perry throughout the season, so they decided to post the fridge to score a touchdown and see what happens. They posted that prop bet at 50-1. to 1. Boom, 50 bucks here, 100 there, another 50, another 100. Liability starts adding up January 1986. Lower it, lower it. Okay, we're down to 20. At kickoff, Bears-Patriots, fridge to score a touchdown was 2-1. to one. That's why I tell you bet early when you see a good number. Went from 50 to 1 all the way down to 2 to 1. 
and we know the betters are right. And look at where we are today. I promise some more player props on the Cincinnati side. Burrow should be running for his life against that pressure, uh, which should equal some scrambles. I like over 10.5 rushing yards for Burrow. T. Higgins over 67, 68. And a half, somewhere in that range, a little higher at some other spots. Doesn't get his just due because he's opposite Chase. Higgins excels against zone defenses, which you typically see from LA. I think Higgins has a good game, good plus money on a touchdown if you want to go that route as well. McPherson, over one and a half made field goals, four for four every game in the playoffs, four made field goals, 10 to one. Just saying, if you think it's going to happen once again. Talked about Rams running backs, Akers and Michelle earlier. Rams for more first downs if the juice isn't too much. When Bill Krakenberger speaks on betting the Super Bowl, you should listen. I listened when the professional better joined me this week on BetQL Daily. There's so many opportunities still left. That's right. Still left uh, for, for props. It's not just early on, bang them out. I probably did bet about 20. Uh, I know I gave out six to my friends. I, I just got done right before air because I wanted to give you guys a couple things. Uh, if, if you want some props. Um, Come on. <laughs> I, I, I was just banging every single site I had. I, these accounts are under my name. I'm pretty shocked. I'm betting 1,000. Max bets, 1,000, 2,000. DraftKings taking 3,000 from me. FanDuel taking 3,000 from me each prop. And they didn't move the props. So I'm actually pretty surprised, to be honest. But that's okay. Usually when I bet something. But I'm more thinking like a college basketball game or total. Of course, they move. But these props have so much two-way action. I think they're just leaving them up there. Um, I bet over six and a half punch just now. A, a large amount of money. A large amount. I laid 130 and 140 for uh, – I, I have probably five figures on this one. And um, risk. I think I risk it. Yeah, three, six, nine. So, yeah, I, over, over. I got like 12000 I risked on this prop. And all three shops did not move the line, so I was pretty pretty surprised. But, anyway, um, I think this game's going to start out snow. I don't even know if you were asking me that. You know, this is one thing about me. I just run away with conversations. I apologize to you three. Please, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm doing that. Um, I think this game is going to start out a little bit slower than people think. A lot of Super Bowls do. To be honest with you, most Super Bowls do. And, and um, I think this is going to start out a little slower than normal. I, I found under first half, under 24 and a half minus 30. I thought it was a great line. It's 23 and a half everywhere. You're, you're paying for that. Um, but, but there's only a couple key numbers on first half, by the way. It's 20, 21, 24. That's really about it. So I think the key number of 24 there, paying the extra cents, I don't mind doing that uh, for the under there. Uh, it's not something I can give out to a lot of my friends, though, because you have to have that certain sports book for certain things. So, uh, yeah, so I think it's going to start out a little bit slower. I think we're going to get a lot of punts here. I actually didn't bet this one yet. I don't even know if I will because I don't like laying a lot of juice on things. I see in Cincinnati Bengals to punt first or score a touchdown, minus 140 and 150. Really, I hate laying that kind of price, but I see that happening on both sides, by the way. So if it does start out slower, that, that will happen. So you guys fire away, whatever you want to do. I'm just I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we, we yeah. love taking in all the information. We're happy that you're willing to share some of this. So here's something that, that we've talked a lot about, and uh, it's what a lot of people do. When props are the name of the game, you want to correlate your props. 
Is that what you're doing with everything? And it sounds like you are. You're talking about the going over on the punts, first half under, punting on the first possession for each team. Do you correlate all of them, or do you find some like, hey, there's there's an edge here, and, and I'm just going to bet it, even though it may go against how I how I think the game plays out. It's a fantastic question. One I was asked yesterday too. I'll tell you. I don't correlate anything. I know if it starts, if it doesn't start out slow, I'm like, I know I'm going to have a, a start out to, to have to, you know, play catch up a little bit, but it's not done to correlate every bet, just having an edge, having an edge. Perfect example. Let me give you, here's another prop. This is a good prop too. The opening kickoff, uh, opening kickoff, I think will be returned. Um, if you go back now, the, the stats on this, I was going over this with a very, very sharp analytical guy. Because not only do I, my, my prop guy comes up with something, then I run it by the analytics guy, and the analytics guy showed me a different side of this. So you can't use the old rules over the last 30 or 40 years. The rule has changed for the kickoff five more yards. So, But even using the last 10, all right, let, 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 me, let me actually read it if you guys don't mind. I'll actually read what he said to me. Uh, the last 10 years going back, he counts four straight returns, one touchback, four more returns, and then one touchback. So of the last 10, eight were returns prior to that 20 straight returns, but you really can't use that because of the rule change. So what, what we think is we like the plus money here. Uh, Bet NGM last night was plus 145. I seen plus 160 at one time. Will there be a kickoff, the, the opening kickoff return for um, or a touchback? The reason why there's, there's, there's actually some – science behind this that ball is not worn in it's the first it's kicked first time it's not worn in plus people don't notice too that opening ball as soon as it's kicked off that gets put right in the hall of fame as soon as it's returned goes to the sideline hall of fame so that ball that's not broken in all there's some science behind this too so so of course now if it does get touched back for me um i already bet it twice for good amounts of money but yet I didn't think, you know, uh, you know, I went and bet it again because I seen plus money again. I went and bet it again. I couldn't help myself. So it, it's like if that doesn't happen and the game doesn't start out slow, yeah, I'm going to be down a, a healthy, healthy five figures. I mean, I literally, I, I, I haven't really, I did, I did four shows last night. I didn't tell anyone this, but I'll tell you this: I'll have uh, at least four hundred thousand dollars in action here for the Super Bowl. I, I probably will be approaching about six, seven before it's over. Now, it doesn't mean I'm going to lose that kind of money. It just I'm actually expecting an ROI of somewhere between 4 and 6%. I've held 7% on Super Bowls in the past, even double digits one year. So I, I expect that, but uh, you, know, you have to outlay a lot of money to make a good return on investment uh, for things. You know, for myself, you know, I, I make my living betting sports more than anything else. People sometimes think, oh, that's, that's how I pay, you know, pay the bills. So, so anyway, uh, if it does start out slow, if the kick does come back – but yet, I, I really don't – I don't even write things down and know what I have. Like, my buddies that are going to be around me for Super Bowl, they have what's called sweatsheets. They have literally uh, a pad and pen. Matter of fact, they went to the dollar store and bought me one. <laughs> I, I, I don't – as you can see, it's unused. But I, like, they, they bought these pads, and they're all writing down every single bet. We're going to have – you know, uh, I'll have a ton of bets, and I, I don't even watch them. I, I know I'm going to have the opening kickoff. I need to be returned. I know that I'm going to want the game to start out a little bit slow. I want a lot of punts. And, and uh, you know, so, I, I mean, there's certain things that I know I have. Uh, I just bet this morning Van Jefferson under two and a half. I bet three more times. I already bet it 
uh, at least three times. So Van Jefferson under two and a half, and I'll be happy to send Erin uh, my whole entire list if she'd like. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. Oh, I was yeah. just going to no. say, can I be in your entourage? I, too, go to yeah. the dollar store and get these pads <laughs> of paper. <laughs> Usually the day after the Super Bowl, we all attend Gamblers Anonymous meeting. That night, I'm, I'm the lead speaker. Um, I'm, I'm joking. I'm really joking about that. You and could that's be my thing sponsor. Too. Yeah, I know. It's got to be. She knows about sponsors, guys. Yes. I know. Um, yeah, so it, anyway, it, 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 is, uh, it, it is something that really needs to be done responsibly, too. People like that. They get caught up in the moment. They want to bet more money right away for this type of game. You really should make sure you have. Now, now I'll be honest with you. I'll have a significant portion of my bankroll in action here, but it's different because I know I'm not going to lose that bankroll, but you should always make sure you're betting percentages of bankroll you can afford. Don't go so crazy. And, and this game is really not the exciting game they were looking for. They were looking for more of the, the Tampa Bays, the, the, uh, the Kansas Cities, the, the Green Bays. It's not that t- exciting type of a game, but you wouldn't know it by the price of those boxes, those boots, because I have a friend that offers me every year. He, I've been with him a couple of times. He picks me up in his private jet. We fly to the game. Uh, we fly. We, so I, I have a friend that um, this year, they wanted 800,000, 800,000 for this box of 20 people where normally, you know, he spent 350 two years ago um it's ridiculous uh, by game time there there's no way people are spending eight hundred thousand on a box here but then again look at the stock market's thirty five thousand people have money now i don't you know people <laughs> have a lot of money maybe i'm wrong so what is your strategy um do you bet mostly like earlier you know do you have most of your bets in now or are you doing like how do you handle that or do you wait until closer um to game time and how can you kind of describe your strategy and sure, how to place sure. your bets Sure. Fantastic. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll be making about 75% of my bets. I'll be making closer to game time. And let me just be blunt. It's because I, I like the unders on a lot of things and okay. this, that's just the way to go. So you're going against the public. The public loves betting the overs and in volume, even though the average bet in this country is 70 bucks in volume, that equals so much money, even for these billion dollar companies, they're forced to maybe move some things up. So I like to bet overs early, unders um, uh, late. I'll also bet, I'll tell you something I haven't bet nothing on at all. I'll bet a lot of these players to not score. Now, what I mean is there's yes and no's on touchdowns for, for a, you know, lots of offensive players. The no is the value. The yes is not the value. I know the public wants to bet yes. They want to be excited. They want to be positive. They want to be so energetic. I'll bet no on a lot of the players laying the 260s, 300s. I have no problem doing that I don't like, like I said earlier, I don't like betting a lot of these things. Even now, i just seen something about deferring the coin toss minus five to one. I wish it wasn't five to one, but I'll probably do that because that's mathematically, if you go by the history of it, it's more like uh, almost 13 or 14 to one. It should be the true number. So I will lay five to one for, I think I bet five grand or one grand, but I hate that if I lose something like that right at the beginning, now I have to win five bets just to recover that. <laughs> but I know, but in my brain, I know I'm going to win. I, I mean, I know I'm going to win that. So, but I just, I don't recommend anyone doing laying like five to one on almost anything, but I will lay on the no touchdown. It's really a I mean, just think how many touchdowns. Just look at the total, 48 and a half. They sp- I'm expecting a low, a low game um, on the first half anyway. So there's only going to be, I'm saying, five touchdowns scored in this game. 
possibly six. Just think about all the players that, that, that you can bet no touchdown on, but it does requiring outlaying a lot of money. So I understand that. So, uh, so I will bet lots. There's lots of stuff to be bet on Saturday and Sunday morning. Definitely lots of stuff. Do you like to bet for the Super Bowl things you don't usually bet? Because there's so many ways you could bet the Super Bowl, right? Like, or, or do you kind of still focus on under receptions, no touchdowns? Do you, do you go to different markets that maybe you wouldn't do normally? So in other words, do I, are you saying, do I bet other things besides the player props, the individual yeah, player like, props? Do, do you, yeah. Do you go to more exotic things? We have about 30 seconds a minute. Do, do you do that? Or do you yeah. kind of stick to, do you stick to what you always kind of do for an NFL game? Player, player props are the nuts. I do that every single weekend with, with, with uh, playoffs. And I do, I like betting a lot of the unders on, uh, uh, on the player props. So I kind of stick to that. I will bet some game props. I have some really good information normally on the Super Bowl. Uh, the color, believe it or not, the color of the Gatorade. This is all stuff that I, I got myself in trouble with the last couple of years. Uh, I did. I got myself in trouble. That's that story for another day. But the Gatorade color, national anthem, you know, maybe they need the length. Uh, the first song to be sung by the halftime band or group or individual it's all stuff that you have to just think about it you have someone that's in the stadium maybe listen at the warm-up so i, I got myself in trouble though last year i don't want to tell him about that but i told him there you go the crack man bill krakenberger with us on betql daily we've got more betting angles to address on tomorrow's super bowl weekly contributor jim miller is next early odds with joe ostrowski on 670 the score and the odyssey app Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski, Sports Radio 670, The Score, and every week on Early Odds, 8 to 9 a.m., previewing the big sporting events, but there's only one Super Bowl show, I guess the calm before the storm, big game tomorrow. We welcome in Jim Miller, our friend from Hawthorne Racecourse and PointsBet Sportsbook, weekly contributor here on The Score and on Early Odds, and over at PointsBet, if you place a $20 pregame bet on the big game, you will receive a $20 live same game parlay bet to use during said game as if you needed more action. I don't know. I'm, my list is getting pretty long here, Jim, <laughs> on the number of prop bets that I'm going to have some action on tomorrow night. How you doing? It's been insane, Joe. I'm doing good. I've been pouring through all these bets too, trying to find, okay, where's the value? How do I think the game's going to play out? We're even making adjustments with the racing at Hawthorne. We're racing on Sunday now at 2 o'clock so we can be done before the game starts and allow more room within the points bet sportsbook for people to come there and watch the game and make their wagers throughout the course of the game. So it is. It's going to be a very busy day. It's going to be an interesting game. I'm curious. I think the outcome is not going to be as good as what other people think, Hmm. but we'll see how things play out. What do you mean by as good? Um, you think it might be a, a multi-score final score? I do. I, I think okay. I think the Rams are going to beat them rather handily. Okay. And it's it's just you, you look at what they come with, the offensive firepower, but then look at what they come with, with the defensive firepower, and you're on the home field. There's just so much that they have to offer. I just think it's going to be very tough for, for Cincy. And since he's a, traditionally a slow-starting team, too, I could see the Rams running them off the field, and that's kind of how I'm playing this game on Sunday as well. All right, we're going to hit on two different booths that you guys have over at PointsBet, but a birdie told me that you have four props that you really like for the Super Bowl. What are they? All right, here's the first prop. The opening kick to be a touchback. Yes. If you play yes, which I think it's going to be, that's only minus 110. I think that provides a little bit of value there 
because the majority of kickoffs now nowadays are touchbacks. So that's the first one that I like. Okay. Then go to the other end of the game, Joe. The last play of the game to be a kneel. I would play the no <laughs> side on that. And that's plus 150. And it all depends on whose hands it, the ball's in and, and how the game's going. And that's despite the outcome of, of the game. I just thought those two each provided some value. So I wanted to start with those two and give what uh, your thoughts were on that first. You said no on the kneel, right? No on the kneel, yes. It's plus okay. 150 on the no. So you're banking on the Bengals with the ball at the end of the game because we know if it's the Rams, it's yep. likely going to be a kneel if the game plays out like you expect with L.A. running away with the Super Bowl. Right, exactly. And yep. that is one thing that you do have to watch. And even just kind of looking at how the playoffs have played out, look at, look at how many walk-offs there's been in the playoffs. And again, I don't think the outcome's going to be that way, but I think that's where the value is for that wager. Okay, the touchback, I have an opinion, okay? Yes. Now, I don't think you're wrong with what you said. So the sharp bettors agree with you that there will be a touchback. They bet the unders on the number of returns that we're going to see in the game. Now, history tells us there will not be a touchback, that they are going to run it out. That has been the case in 26 of the last 28 years. However, you shouldn't look at that entire sample size because the kickoff was moved to the 35 a decade ago. Now, since then it's been eight of 10 when they've run it out. Now these two kickers in particular have two of the higher touchback percentages in the NFL and these teams don't run it out of ton. So that's where there tends to be some value. So I think you're right. I'm betting against you on this just because <laughs> of history, uh, because we heard Pat McAfee last year say it's like kicking a brick. You're not allowed to practice with that football. They break it out of the box, put it on the field, kick it off, and then it gets sent to the Hall of Fame immediately. So that is part of the reason that we don't see many touchbacks, that we do see runbacks to start the games. Now, I'm going on the opposite side, but I will tell you, the value is completely gone from this. You're kind of flipping a coin, but the numbers would say that you have a slight advantage because you have kickers that do have touchbacks. So I don't think that's a bad bet. I think it's going to be fascinating. One of the fascinating prop bets to be decided <laughs> at the very start. I can't wait to see what happens on the opening kickoff. I'm hoping the opening kickoff has very little action. That means that I'm cashing a wager. So that's one of the routes I want to go there. Now, here's the other two that I wanted to ask you about, Joe. And some of it is just because of how far different books will go with these lines and these totals. Now, I think the Rams are going to put up a lot of points. On points bet, they're over 36 and a half for points. Is that plus 450? I didn't see it going any higher than that. The other one that I saw, though, I think the Rams are going to win by more than two touchdowns. The farthest range that I saw was the Rams minus 13 and a half at plus 280. Now, what happens if you want to go to minus 17 or minus 20? I'm not able to find that, but what do you think kind of on both of those? Because I think the Rams put up a lot of points. I think they win by a lot, so you could get at least a little bit of value on either of those. Well, those two bets kind of correlate, don't they? And that's yep. that's what I'm finding with a lot of the props that I do like, that, that they do side with the Rams' victory. Not so much with the total, um, I, I guess more so on the under, but that's uh, that's just how I think it's going to go. But with the number going down, I'm not going to bet on that either. But a lot of the props that I do like do go to the under 
what you could do uh, using points bet is you could points bet the spread, right? Right. And then you yep. just keep adding more money uh, for the more points that your team ends up winning. But yeah, so they capped it out at two, two touchdown game for you. Yeah. How high would you have gone? Would you have gone past 17? Yes. I, I actually played a game total on this Man. just just for the fun of it, but I played a 41-17 final, and the oh. odds were 300 to 1. Oh, my God. Wow. So that'd be Rams in the over, huh? Yes. Rams in the over. But that's And, and you're right. Here, and here's the beauty of playing, though, on points bet. Because of the points betting option, that's the route you almost go. Mm-hmm. Is you set you set your sliders for for whatever it is set that dollar amount and, and points better, but I do I think I think the Rams I think they're going to blow them out and if I'm wrong that's great because it's a great football game if I'm right I'm going to cash but that's the route I'm looking. I can't say that I a hundred percent agree, but hey, line them up, man. If you have a strong opinion and you think that's how it's going to go, I'm sure you're looking at some other props where you have Rams players going over. Or yep. maybe, you know, another one that would correlate with this on the Cincinnati side is if you think that's the way this game plays out, you go mixing unders, right? Exactly. Mixing under on the total yardage is a, is a route to go. Right. Burrow could still go over on passing only because I think they're going to be chasing. He can but go over 400. Be he can, right. You, you can do that. You can do something like that. So there are a million ways. And what's really cool is we have offerings we haven't seen all season. So that's why it's very tempting. Now, if you're dead wrong and you correlate everything, you might be crying in the corner by the end of <laughs> tomorrow night, too. So yeah, you have to consider <laughs> then I'll, that. Then well. I'll be looking at the second half of the NBA season. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right. With Jim Miller, weekly appearance here on Early Odd Sports Radio 670, the score. So, Jim, tell us about the two boosts for the big game tomorrow that points bet is offering. Well, and here's the cool thing, because one of those boosts correlates with just what I was saying, and that's the Chris Sims boost. It's Odell Beckham Jr. over 60 and a half receiving yards and a Rams victory boosted from plus 170 to plus 195. And I think the way I'm looking at it, that's a boost that I would be on. The other one is the hustle boost, which is interesting because it doesn't happen often, but a defensive player as the MVP boosted from plus 700 to plus 800 Mm -hmm. to me. There's only a handful of defensive players that I think can win the MVP. I would look at those individual odds and actually go that route instead. Yeah, I agree with you there. And we'd uh, turn back the clock a little bit because it's been six years since we've seen a defensive player win the MVP when Von Miller did it in Super Bowl 50. And over that stretch, it happened twice in three years. Malcolm Smith, another linebacker, also won the MVP. But you're right. If you look at the defensive players, and there's one or two that you like, you probably want to play those numbers. Jalen Ramsey, 100 to 1. Trey Hendrickson, terrific Cincinnati pass rusher, also 100 to 1. Aaron Donald might finally be his time, and he's set up to dominate in that matchup. Find him at 16 to 1. Von Miller, 30 or 40 to 1. I think that's a pretty good way to find yeah. some value. Now, the OBJ one is fascinating because he's playing some of the best ball that we've seen from this guy in a very long time. Man, it just slaps you in the face. It was Cincinnati, not Beckham. It was Baker Mayfield, not Beckham, the way he's played of late. Now, I would lean to Beckham unders, but this makes a lot of sense since I'm with you that I think the Rams will end up winning the game. And 
you're getting some value on this number of 60 and a half because mm-hmm. OBJ is one of the popular players. I can see his prop going up. I, I know some sharper betters that are hoping that they can get a very high OBJ number before the game kicks off tomorrow. And they're, and they're thinking, uh, Adam Chernoff said it earlier on in the show, he's thinking maybe we can get into 70 and then he'd jump on the under. But hey, at 60 and a half, that would be value if this number's creeping towards 70. Yeah, and you kind of sit at that value. I mean, you know they're they're going to key on Cooper Cup, and they have to, and, and you can't blame them for that. But there's going to be a lot of points scored. And again, OBJ all of a sudden became a major target last week mm-hmm. or two weeks ago. So this is a guy that you really, I think, they're going to look to, and I think they're going to look to prominently early on in the game and maybe try to open the field for Cooper Cup as well. Very good, Jim. What about the horses this weekend? Well, we had a good winner last week. We had a nice 6-1 to one winner at Gulfstream Park. So let's see what we can do this week. Three horses again, two derby preps. So start at Tampa Bay Downs. Race 10, bet the nine, howling time across the board. This is a horse that has a lot of ability and is 5-1. to one. Then go to Golden Gate Fields, race 8, bet the 11, Del Mo across the board. This horse will be a big, big price. And then at Hawthorne on Saturday night, race 6, bet the four, advance man across the board. Horse had a lot of trouble last time out. Let's see if we can cash on all three. A lot going on. The snow is melting, so I assume the action is kicking into high gear over there. They're keeping busy, man. We're ready to roll. All right, Jim Miller, Hawthorne Racecourse and Points Bet Sportsbook. Thank you so much, Jim. Best of luck tomorrow. Let's make some money, Joe. And don't forget that you can hear tomorrow's Super Bowl right here on 670 The Score. Maybe you're arriving late to a party. One spot to the next at halftime. Have to get the kids home a little early before the game wraps. You won't miss a snap right here. I know it's the last of football for a long time, but keep it fun and bet within your means. You might want to be a little careful about correlating every single prop bet to one specific outcome or game flow because none of us can predict exactly how these things are going to roll. Can't wait for the game. Can't wait to react to all the betting of tomorrow on BetQL Daily. 8 a.m. on the Odyssey app and 105.9 FM HD2. Subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. Then I'm taking some time off, so Rick Camp will be here next week. Man, you see those betting markets right after that Harden trade? They were running wild. I'm sure Campy will address that and a whole lot else. Inside the clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw is next. Cash some tickets and keep it locked here on 670 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 